The Outlet. The talk of Queenstown. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour. In this episode, I talk to Gary from Kiwi Harvest. Now, Kiwi Harvest work hard in the community with rescue food deliveries and so much more. They assist charities and organisations, thereby allowing them to focus on core issues to help people in the region. We talk about their upcoming campaign, what initiatives Kiwi Harvest are working on, and more. The Outlet. The talk of Queenstown. G'day, Gary. Welcome to The Outlet. Hey, how are you? Good to hear from you. Now, can you please tell me a bit about Kiwi Harvest and what it does in the community? Yeah, Kiwi Harvest is a local food rescue charity. It was actually set up by Debs, our founder in Dunedin, back in 2012. Uh, she just started rescuing food in her car. Uh, sick of hearing of food going to landfill and people going hungry at the same time. And yeah, she's developed it to be uh, New Zealand's largest food rescue charity with branches across Auckland, Dunedin, Invercargill and Queenstown. So um, yeah, came to Queenstown in about 2018. Esther Whitehead, a uh, local councillor now, she she set it up kind of like Debs did, started in the back of her car. Sustainable Queenstown got on board, um, got some vehicles and yeah, it's ramped up ever since. Kaylee's the branch manager here. She's on way on maternity and I'm covering for her. So we simply just, uh, it's kind of a simple uh, model, but we rescue excess food from supermarkets, producers, cafes, and then redistribute it to, to uh, our local uh, recipient charities, which are kind of helping people with food insecurity within the community. So when you joined Kiwi Harvest about a year ago, uh, you were thinking that the amount of food waste that you would see might shock you, but actually it was something else that really opened your eyes. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I knew about the model and I knew Kiwi Harvest and it was great to get on board. And yeah, I thought the kind of seeing the level of food waste would be uh, shocking and it is confronting. But really, it was the need within the community f- through our recipients that I was shocked with. Uh, it's just something that's not talked about. The amount of people that are struggling to keep food on the table week to week. Uh, every week, we're supporting with the food we rescue. It, it supports over 760 people across Queenstown, Wanaka and Cromwell. That's just a kind of a huge number that isn't really talked about. Yeah, it's it's just kind of... You find out over the year kind of the reasons behind it. We are in a kind of unique environment in terms of people are a long way from home in a lot of cases where they're away from family, support networks, and people just, just across huge range of occupations, education, nurses, hospitality, um, all these vital elements of the community. And they're just kind of struggle to uh, keep everything in line so they can so they're able to live here. So um, it doesn't take a lot um, for people to kind of find themselves in a hole and need that support. So how much food was rescued last year and, and how many meals did it provide? Yeah, so we're a pretty small team here. It's uh, myself, Kaylee when she's here, uh, and Carmel. So, and then we have a handful of amazing volunteers. We have one truck and an e-bike and a trailer. And last year we managed to rescue uh, 120,000 kilos of food across the local area. So that equates to about 340,000 meals in, in food terms. So it's a very efficient system. Uh, we have great support from our food donors. This is all perfectly good food, ranging from dairy goods, meat, fresh produce, dry goods. We pick up from the orchards in the summer. So it's just excess food and it was destined for landfill and we're able to redistribute it and uh, get it to the people that are struggling the most because a lot of people may be able to put food on the table, but it's not nutritious food. 
um, and that's especially important with families and stuff. So in this way, we're able to give a kind of wide range of food to our partner charities across the area who can then give it to the people that need it most. When you're working in this area, you must hear some incredible stories. So what, what's a story that's really stuck with you at Kiwi Harvest? Yeah, I, uh, luckily enough, I am at on the front line. I don't know if I could handle uh, seeing the kind of uh, issues day to day. But yeah, you, we hear from our partners. I, I've got a 16-month-old baby. So I think anything that involves families and kids, it really kind of hits home. You're hearing stories now of mothers kind of breaking down to our people running these charities just because they're not able to give the nutrition to the kids they need or they're having to make that horrible decision of having to pull children out of the school out of away from their friends and relocate because they're just not able to with the cost of living increases we've got huge rent rates it's it's ten dollars for the rest of new zealand it's gone up 140 dollars on average in queenstown you know if someone bought a house here two years ago at the median price, their mortgage repayments have gone up $415 this year, a week. That's a week. Uh, so it's just it's just a lot that anyone, any family would struggle to cope with. So um, yeah, they're, everyone's going to try and keep food on the table or a, a roof over their head and the heating on. So what they struggle with is they're going to sacrifice is food. So we just want to make them aware that there is food options out there. You know, we did a fundraising dinner uh, in Millbrook before Christmas. And again, there was people were shocked at the numbers. At the end of the dinner, one of the waitresses came up and she had a tear in her eye. And she was like, we were we're one of them families. Like we struggled to put food on the table. And she started crying, saying, you know, uh, if we had access to that food, it would have made a huge difference growing up. So she was just grateful that there is that food available for people now. So, yeah, it's just making people aware there is a stigma, but these are extraordinary times it's just you know if you're if you are struggling reach out there is uh, amazing charities out there in the area uh, there to support you in queenstown we work with mana Tehuna have food on a monday available uh, salvation army on a tuesday and wednesday baskets of blessings do food on a thursday and happiness house do food on a friday so there's a huge range of options across wanaka uh, the Community Food Bank has uh, food available three times a week and Food for Love do their homemade ready meal uh, hampers. And in Cromwell, you have the uh, Cromwell Food Bank doing hampers for people there as well. You are putting together a, a winter campaign and it's really good that we are talking about it because you're right, people don't know where to go sometimes when they're stuck. So how can people help Kiwi Harvest? What's the best way to do that, Gary? Yeah, so with this campaign, we've set up a webpage um, and it gives all them uh, access points for people uh, so they can just jump on there and see all these uh, options and get in touch if they need it. But yeah, we're really hoping that the kind of community gets behind and is able to help out. So we've three kind of options. One's food donations. The second one is financial donations. And the third is volunteering. With the food donations, we have trolley set up at all our partners the major supermarkets in in the area um so yeah please drop off food donations from your shopping or bring in any excess food from your pantry and uh, we'll reallocate that to our partner charities the beauty with that is uh kind of a unique aspect is that for every trolley we fill we've got we've teamed up with a real range of people from businesses different industries students and uh, we're going to be creating 100 upcycle planter boxes out of construction waste so yeah, we're hoping if we can fill 100 trolleys, we'll have 100 raised planter boxes come springtime and we'll reallocate them uh, through our partner charities. And that means it's just giving uh, people kind of 
more long-term food security. They'll have everything they need in terms of this will fit in the back of the car. They'll be self-watering. They're going to get seeds, seedlings, training manual, recipes. So everything they need to kind of start growing some nutritious greens uh, to keep them going year round. So yeah, that'll be a, an amazing um, element of this. And uh, we'll hopefully get the community involved in helping building them planters over the winter as well. Um, so that's the food option with the f- financial donations. Uh, charities like everyone has huge increases. Rent, fuel, everything else has jumped up. So we're all self-funded. Uh, so we're all based on the generosity of the public. So we've set up a give a little page there. Um, you can find on the campaign webpage. And uh, that we'll have a goal of 50,000. And that'll give a good amount of uh, funds that we can split evenly across all our food support charities and get us through this winter and be able to help the community as much as we can. And then volunteering. Volunteering is obviously the lifeblood of all our charities. Uh, we can't do anything, especially to the level we need to do it without our volunteers. Uh, they give up their the most precious thing time to just uh, go out there and do good for the community. So uh, yeah, we're all stretched. Everyone, Everyone's struggling there. Everyone's working extra to meet these costs. So there's less time for people to volunteer. So yeah, anyone who's got time during the week, we'd really love uh, help here with Kiwi Harvest, helping me in the truck doing collections or on our e-bike collections and all the charities are crying out as well. So on our on that webpage, you'll find all the volunteering opportunities across all our partners. And yeah, you can see if any of them uh, might work for you and you can get in touch. What is the web address for that, Gary? Yeah, so the website is kiwiharvest.org.nz and you'll see the Central Lakes winter food campaign there. And yeah, all the details are on that page there. Well, that's great. Hey, listen, well, thank you for everything you're doing in the community. I mean, you are really making a big difference. And thank you so much for having a chat today. No, thanks for your help, Brent. And I hopefully get the message out. Thank you. Download the Queenstown app from the App Store or Google Play. Thanks for listening to The Outlet. The Outlet is produced and published by the Queenstown app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The Outlet is available on the podcast button of your Queenstown app and wherever you get your podcasts.